Welcome to the podcast today. It's a Valentine's Day edition of the show. Um, there will be no additional hearts nor love. I'm just simply stating that the show is here recording on Valentine's Day. And a happy one That's to right. you, Alexandria. Oh, thank you. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Thank you. Do you and Thomas have anything romantic planned? No, I think we're out of that phase of our relationship. Not to say that that's like a phase, but no, we've got so much going on this year that bless his heart. He saw me yesterday and he's like, okay, so do you want um, regular strawberries or chocolate covered strawberries? Because he's not someone that can do that. I mean, he could do it on his own, but it's just not in his nature. So I always know what I'm getting before I get it. And I said, I'd like neither. I'd like a chocolate milkshake and a back rub. <laughs> like, please, please and thank you. Um, one of the, the, uh, the Idris Elba, uh, commercial struck me last night. Mm, because, the booking.com. Uh, is that what it was? Yeah. Most, we'll, we'll get to the commercials uh, in a moment, but that one struck me, um, because he was the one going around asking if he was lit and lit meant literal. Mm-hmm. Was it, was that his commercial? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember it. I just, I, I was too distracted by his beautiful face. Yeah. And that's, I'm being completely honest. I don't, I remember he was holding some logs and he threw the logs into the fireplace because I was like, Ooh, that's a really nice fireplace for what seems like the middle of nowhere. I'm sure um, he's thrown pl- plenty of logs in his time. <laughs> yeah, he has. Um, <laughs> but in there, I think he, he was uh, confused as to the meaning of lit. And he said, if you mean literal, then yes. And I, it, it appealed to me greatly because of how literal I can be. And to the point of what today is, every day should be Valentine's Day. Treat that special person in your life or every day is Mother's Day. Every day can be your birthday. So... Yeah. Sorry, I'm yawning. Yeah. We're, I mean, we've gone to like, yeah, a little bit. I mean, a long week through Monday. We've gone to like Mancy's in the past. We got engaged like kind of for Valentine's Day last year, but he just didn't have enough patience to wait until then. So it was, it was a little early. Like we hit our one year anniversary last week for our engagement. So I guess so, but I don't know. We're, I'm not, we're not like, anniversary people if that makes any sense like we don't need to make big deals out of stuff um at least right now i guess so sure. and you, i know like we, I, I, we'll try to have time um for your over the weekend wedding planning stuff you are planning a wedding and i know a lot of resources are going towards that so uh, yeah. <laughs> like 50 or 70 50 or 75 bucks from each of you for a gift could go towards the wedding that's that's one plate yeah, that's exactly right. And the, yeah, so it's like there's little things at a time that we're trying to pay off. And so I, you know, I think we both are completely satisfied with the fact that our Valentine's Day is just another day um, that will be nice to each other. And I get to watch Euphoria tonight. So <laughs> episode is this the fourth episode of the season? I think it's the fifth. Okay. Um, I look forward to your review tomorrow. Ah, yes. So, um. I guess let's start with a halftime show and uh-huh. I'm going to, I'm give me, can you give me one word to describe how you felt about it? Old. Um, I felt underwhelmed. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. And it may, it, it, look, expectations and hope can be very bad things. And would you agree that it was a little shorter than you had wanted it to be? 
Yes, and maybe, but but maybe it was the same length as all. Have we seen that? Like, are were there other Super Bowl halftime shows that were longer? It feels like it. I and maybe because I enjoyed it so much that it just went by that quickly. That like that was my only issue is that it was just so short like can we please get some more time can we get like a post-game show uh like an encore which would fit yes. with eminem um quickly before we go any further i'm on my third uh different medication of of like the last week so my brain feels like spaghetti right now oh <laughs> um yeah new, it's new medication time again uh but i'm sorry back back to halftime i was underwhelmed in my expectation so if I were betting my life savings, I would have come out uh, even last night because one bet would have gone down on there's no way 50 Cent is not showing up as the special unannounced guest. Are uh, you kidding? Because, so did you know that 50 Cent had a, had a music career before Eminem and Dr. Dre? No. He did. And he couldn't, I remember, I have old vinyl of his before he... Hit it big. Like with, before Wank stuff? Uh, yes. Yes, yes, oh. yes. And, and and I remember this was like 90, 98 at the earliest, around that period. And then, yeah, I remember when Wankster came around. I'm like, who's this dude beefing with Ja Rule? I'm like, oh my God, he killed Ja Rule. Um, so without Dre and Eminem, there is no 50 Cent. That's why like that, that In The Club video was so iconic um, with them building up a supernatural, superficial, or artificial life form. So I knew he was going to show up. So there, I have doubled my life savings. And I think part of the reason I was underwhelmed was I just kept waiting and waiting and waiting. And nothing but a G thing did not get a single note last night. So now I have, I have, I'm back to even with my life savings. So not hearing that song, I think, left me a little bit underwhelmed. And I have some other things as well. But did you feel old because... All those dudes were like right around 50? Uh, no, I felt old because I think that the reason we were enjoying it so much, the reason I was enjoying it so much is because it brought me back to, I'm like, damn, this really was some good music. I mean, I was pretty young when that stuff came out. Like I had no business Wait, enjoying well, myself. Yeah, those songs are decades, uh, decades old now. And for the first time in the, in the lives of millennials, they, they possibly felt old. Yeah, I, I, exactly. I, and I think that was the theme, though, of the halftime show and a lot of the commercials. I mean, we got to throw back to the cable guy. Hold we on for throw that. Back. Hold on for commercials. Huh? We'll get to those separately, but you're not wrong. Oh. So, right. So that was the theme. So I felt really happy. And then at the same time, I was like, dang, I feel old. And what was so funny, not funny, I guess we expected it. Thomas and I earlier that day had just solidified like on our checklist of things we're doing for with DJ one time is that he's going to walk out at our ceremony to the Dr. Dre instrumental. Which one? <laughs> like, I think it's still Dre. It's the, the main one, the one he opened up to with the piano. That's next. The, where he sat at the piano. Yeah. Yeah. That's still Dre. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Um, it, I'm, there were so not getting nothing but a G thing was a little bit of a letdown, and after that, that I, I had seen that they had moved on, like mm -hmm. it was very crisp last night. Like everything was orderly, it mm -hmm. it lacked the chaos of that type of 
performance I was expecting. Right. Not because of the performers. It might have simply just been the size of the stadium and there wasn't thousands of people around the stage. It was yes. I don't I would hate and maybe because it was all white, but but a little a little a little vanilla, like almost like it was filmed on a sound stage and there was there was no audience. But go ahead. I would have loved if they because there were old schools in it. Like at every house there was an old school. I would have loved if 50 did his thing. Like the fact that 50 looked like he was near death from blood rushing to his head, like was entertaining, I guess, to me and to us. Um, And that's good. Like he had, he could have his little box for that, but I think I would have appreciated if Dr. Dre and Snoop um, and maybe even Eminem. Do you remember, um, I forget which Olympics it was, but the Spice Girls performed and they were all, they were performing on the top of cars. And so the cars drove in and there was a little stage for each one of them on top of each car. That would have been really nice if like the, the old schools were like moving around the um the field and they may be performing on top of that like i think there was still a little bit more that they could have done but i loved every second of it i wish it was longer i was surprised i liked it as much as i did i mean i wasn't i'm not like huge fans of all of them if that makes any sense like i don't go listening to their music on a regular basis but i forgot how much i missed it from that performance i think uh me listening to and then scheduling all that music for our our special weekend on the radio station also might have soured me a little bit because I spent probably like the week with, with so much of that music. Um, some of my other observations were I, I am honestly stunned that Mary J's second song was uh, no more, no more pain. I think it's, it's either no more pain or no more drama. I, it's a great song. It was another single on the same album as family affair, but I'm, I'm really surprised she didn't either do something musically with Real Love, which was arguably her breakout hit, and then mm-hmm. Be Without You, which was like a, a huge ballad um, in 2006, and it says, uh, call the radio and something, something, baby, and it, it, to go show you, it's 16, that, that lyric is 16 years old, and it feels so ancient when someone's singing about the radio, but I was really surprised that she was able to run with that second song after Family Affair. So I was not because I feel like Mary is for the people, by the people, and that's black people, I mean. And she satisfied every single one of us with that performance. The only other one, you're right, they could have thrown in some real love just because it's such a classic. Um, And I don't, and I texted this to you last night. um, And maybe, maybe it's, and I haven't looked it up. Like I haven't sought out anybody's, anybody else's opinion were they did they bring on Kendrick because they're trying to pass the buck like are they're trying to pass the baton because Kendrick just didn't fit to me it was almost like it was the adults were in the room and the little kid um, came out of his room and should really be in bed and it's like go back to your go back to bed I said go back to your bed <laughs> like what's with the Kendrick like why didn't they bring out Warren G instead like what you know what I mean um you're right and I I think he doesn't have the pop culture presence as talented as he is and as revered as he is by people who have loved hip hop uh, for, for all years. He doesn't have that cultural cachet on, sure. on the same line with the other ones. Um, you're right. I felt it was like a little out of place because, again, like the, the, the swimming pool song is his biggest hit. Maybe Humble is, but n- none of those crossed over as big as some of these other the other ones that are legitimate pop stars. 
Exactly. I mean, even Eminem. I mean, Eminem did fit, but I like Eminem and 50 fit fine. I just was looking for maybe a little bit more nostalgia. Like, like everybody else said, a Tupac hologram would have been great. And maybe like Warren G. I don't know. I, and Warren G, I think, released a song last night. So like, if I'm not mistaking, I wonder if he's a little bitter about all of this. You're, you know, I wonder if there's a story there. You're missing the one, and I don't know anything about their backstory relations, but you, you're going over the one that I thought was going to happen. Um, and there's a bigger California name, because I thought about Warren G, because I heard it the other day. I'm like, maybe they can, you know, pour some out for Nate Dog or something who's not with us anymore. Uh, but not Nate Dog. And it, when um, he sat at the piano, and by the way, I thought Eminem was kneeling simply because he was tired. <laughs> Same. I did not get the symbolism there. I did. I mean, I didn't know anything about that, and I was like, "But they didn't even play the national anthem." <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah, I was looking at his Jordans, and um, uh, I, I thought he was just tired or kind of like taking a knee, like a bow to the God mm-hmm. who created all this, Dr. Dre. Exactly. And. The, and or maybe to someone else of West Coast hip-hop royalty. I'll give you another few seconds to, to think of who I'm thinking of that, that might have made a lot of sense. Uh, exhibit? I mean, you're in the zip code. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Okay, so NWA. So that's what I said. Like, when I was, I, um, I was talking to some people here at work about it, and they were like, you know, people are outraged to be outraged. And I was like, they're lucky he didn't bring out NWA. <laughs> but one of them's dead. Um, you know what I mean. Yeah. But just the, I, I loved, I loved every second of it. I do wish they would have done a little bit more, but I enjoyed it so much that I don't think I cared. And I think I needed, I think that's why it seemed so short. It's like uh, it's like when you're driving someplace and you're looking at directions. It feels like it takes an hour to get there. And then after you've had a great experience, it's like, wow, that was only like 15 minutes going home. Yeah. Did, did, uh, did you, you did catch the Tupac part, right? Yes, the California love. No, 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 no. When no. Dre sat down at the piano, he did a Tupac oh, song. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, I ain't mad at ya. Yes, so I caught that. That's why I wish they would have done a little more with that. That would have been fantastic. I thought at that moment we would get the Tupac. If there was ever a time when... Tupac was truly going to come back to life and been, y'all, I've been in Alaska for the last 25 years. It would have been last night. But I was <laughs> when, he, when, when Dre did those piano keys to that, I, I expected something. Or maybe Ice Q would pop out and all these L- L.A. rappers would come together to, mm-hmm. um, to remember him. And I'm, I'm, I'm really surprised that still Dre was the song to close everything out. Same. I thought that that would have, like... Just same. I don't know. It, it was, there was a little bit of that that I said, meh, but it, it was just still, I don't know. It was, and Snoop and his sea walking, like when I wanted to get up and do it, like I, I loved every, I loved it more than I thought I was going to. And I'm like, did I really love it that much when I was younger or did, did it just get played so much that since I haven't heard it in so long, you know what I mean? I was like, this is great. <laughs> no, it, it was. Maybe my expectations were too high or I just wanted that one song or again, I, 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 it might have felt different if people were closer to the stage so we could feed off their energy because that stage felt like it was three miles from the actual fans who were enjoying themselves, but you, you couldn't 
see. And that's just the exactly. sin of these stadiums these days. Um, I would have appreciated them moving around in the old schools. Like make the make the field like a little mini neighborhood with streets. Put them in the old schools. Like do, you know, put the hydraulics on them. Maybe a, a Tupac hologram in the middle, like performing. You know, in that and like, do you remember in um, California Love when they were in that? Um, that globe, like that steel globe, and they were driving around on bikes, like a. It was like a man. It was the man. I think it was the Mad Max. After, yeah, the Mad Max movie. Yes, like that would have been so cool if they did that. Uh, but anyway, it was I, it was still great. I am waiting to see statistics from this morning of how many people watched, and also how many people called the FCC. And <laughs> I need to apologize because I, I think I said this to you or when you and Bethany and I had all spoken one time, I'm like, this is going to generate a lot of FCC calls um, simply because of people's dislike of the color of these human beings and what, and the, and the lyrics, but they strayed far from a lot of that stuff for the most part. And Mm -hmm. I, I'm disappointed at myself. I mean, I have hindsight now, which is more than 2020. It's like 2010. There's no way they were going to give, we use the name Karen. Uh, there's mm-hmm. no no way they, they were going to use the word Joyce. They were going to allow anything that lets Joyce call, who's like 68 years old, and they're not going to let her call the FCC. Um, because if they did stray and get a little provocative, then they set things back a long way. Not that they should ever have to live up to that, but we know the cultural differences that we're trying to bridge at this point, but all Joyce needed was one thing besides the crip walking, something gangster, something ghetto, some lyric for her to ring up the FCC and go, see, they're gangsters and hoodlums. And they were not going to allow that to happen last night. Well, I mean, the Eminem kneeling apparently was known and he was told not to, but not and- music, but, but like not of a musical name. Uh, not, a- I guess so. And Snoop wearing his like, Snoop wearing the colors that he was wearing. Allegedly, he was told not to do that. That looked like and they looked like Rams colors, though. They did, but I, but it was like the it was bandana. The the design of what he was wearing was like so. They were like, no, you can't have a blue bandana. So he basically wore like a sweatshirt and pants version of a blue bandana and Rams colors, like yeah. with a little yellow I thought tossed was, in there. I thought it was a Christmas sweater. No, no, but it, it was still like you can't, you know. You, you can't, um, we knew that we knew this, like we knew to expect this. I'm surprised there wasn't a, like, they weren't like, they probably were high, but I'm surprised there wasn't like <laughs> weed, like being smoked at the same time. Like I'm surprised Snoop didn't have any weed in his hand. But that's to my point. Like they were going to be on their very best behavior and not stray from any rules because they don't want to set the cause back. And I think it was... Snoop who said it, and I think Maria Taylor echoed it in her eight seconds of airtime she got. She's like, uh, she said that Snoop said the NFL has had hip-hop and R&B for, for decades, and you know now we're doing that. And I think Dr. Dre, during the press conference for those guys last week, said, we want to kick down the door so that hip-hop performers can p- perform at the halftime show. And they were not mm-hmm. going to do anything to close that door at all. Now, it's kind of a slap in the face of Missy Elliott, but then again, Missy only had like nine seconds of that Katy Perry performance how many years ago that was. So they were going to be on their absolute best behavior because they are held to a different standard. 
But I think if there's any, but, and, and I think you'll agree with me, if you, if there's any other performer besides John Bon Jovi or the Eagles or the Who, people, those people are going to have a problem. They had an issue with JLo and Shakira. They had an issue with Beyonce and Bruno Mars. There was an, you know what I mean? Like I could go on and on. It's, it's like, if it's somebody other than Carrie under, under whatever her name is, Carrie Underwood, you know, or the Eagles, their people are going to be pissed. Yep. But that, but but the those shows though, the ones I just named, were also some of the most entertaining. Like the culture from last night, the culture from J Lo and Shakira, the um, Beyonce brought out like her dancers dressed in Black Panther attire. Like it it was, and those are all so good. But I mean, you have to consider the source, I guess, and <laughs> my opinions and why I appreciate things. But anyway, another point that my my microscope was on even when 50 was in his little house and on his feet um mm-hmm. there was i was even looking at the way the women were dressed and how they were mm-hmm. dancing I'm like mm-hmm. wow we have come a long way those are not that's video right. hoes that's right they were that's right dressed in in ways you'd see anybody on a saturday night who's out for a good time and it, like there was a microscope on this whole thing and they, at least as far as like effort and performance, maybe not how it resonated with so many people, but like A for effort, A for, for, for everything that they were asked to do by the people who put them on the stage, they should get A pluses. Yeah, 100%. I thought it was fantastic. It was everything I had hoped it would be. Um, I'm, I was sad that it's over. I feel like um, if they're smart, maybe an award show, like maybe a music award show should pick up Put them up again and do a round two. You know what I mean? Because I, at least in my own timeline, I didn't see anyone who said they didn't like it. Even people from the far ends of the earth that probably wouldn't listen to something like that were like, I loved it. It was great. You know, I saw so many people share best halftime performance ever. I disagree, but best halftime performance ever, you know, sharing that kind of feedback. So if they're smart, maybe they can do a round two in some way that is also publicized and that people would be willing to log in and watch, you know, to join and watch the Grammys or something. Let's, let's go back to, to that adjective that you used. Um, it seems that tens of millions of Americans have decided that favorite and best are synonymous. That's not the case. It may have been your, not you, your favorite Super Bowl performance ever. But when you say best, who made you the arbiter of that? <laughs> um, Tis true. Tis uh, true. So that discussion, it, it's kind of wild. Like there was no, con- the only controversy is people having spats between that and other Super Bowl halftime. No, no, no spats in the game because the officials botched something. Um, no, no terrible production mistakes. The, the beginning was a little... Well, it was a little foggy with the anthem and America the Beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. But it was all in all like a top-notch production. And it's nice when because we don't need anything else more to add, to argue about on the Internet. So I'm thankful that it's today that halftime show versus the ones other people, which most of them are saying the Prince one. And I'll, I'll say this when someone's having that discussion with someone. The Prince one is never going to be beaten because atmospheric factors played into that. Like God said, Prince is performing. And before I call him up, I'm going to make it rain. And that's (laughs) never going to happen again. 
<laughs> I thought Bruno Mars was very good. Like I thought Beyonce and Bruno um, was really good. My favorite though is going to be JLo and Shakira. It's still still my favorite. Do we even remember the Maroon 5 one? Like, do we- <laughs> Yeah, because he was wearing a, a pillow for a shirt. And I, I remember that one because... The it was so that, bad. <laughs> like what do you like? That's that's vanilla flavored vanilla with them. Um, <laughs> and then they had Travis Scott, and I've never seen or felt energy like that. And I was mostly disappointed. So that was, I think, four years ago. No, three years ago in 2019. Um, so whenever the NFL is dealing with their current coaching lawsuit, they're going to go look at all the black people we had on stage last night. We're good. Um, I'm still no, pissed. It makes it worse to me. I know. I'm still it makes pissed it worse. that three years ago, they were in Atlanta, like arguably the capital of hip-hop and R&B in this country, and only Outkast was up there when they could have piled performers on that stage. Oh, I forgot and instead, about that. it was Maroon 5. Yeah, so that one still, That's right. that one still eats at me. That's right, because they could have had like uh, Ludacris, Jermaine uh, Dupri. L- yes, my, yes, yes, yes. So I um, was thinking about that. We were having a conversation about that also this morning, and unfortunately, um, they the halftime show almost makes it worse. What's happening in the NFL because it's like we're good enough for your entertainment. Literally, seventy yeah. percent of the league is is black people, right? Like seventy seventy five percent. Yep, black men. Um, we're good enough for your entertainment in the halftime shows as well. Like our culture is through and through your halftime shows. We're good enough for that. But like the coaches, me, are there any owners, like any black owners? Nah, you know what I mean? It's, it's insane. All right, let's switch gears um, to keep us kind of focused. Can I have your three most memorable or commercials you enjoyed most for last night? Um, oh, and ha- I- have- what crypto do you own right now, and what electric vehicle did you drive to work? Um, nothing <laughs> in nada. That, that was ve- yes. So the commercials leaned very heavy towards crypto and electric, everything, um, and nostalgia to me. So I loved the Austin Powers commercial, um, the Doctor Evil and Seth Green. I yeah. think is his name. And Rob Lowe. Um, yes. So and the, the woman was my favorite, but I can't tell you what her name was. I forget. But her character was really good. Um, so I loved that commercial. Um, oh, God, there was one that made me cry. I don't remember what it was. Because the Clydesdale, the Budweiser was underwhelming. Uh, with just the dog and the and the horse. Yeah, I'm, over, was, the, I, I'm over those commercials. Oh, like, oh, 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 I know which one it was. Okay. Um, the Canadian team, the, para, the Paralympics, the, the, the brothers... I don't yep. know. I think it was, was it for the Olympics, the commercial, or was it NBC? I think it was NBC. No, I thought that was a, wasn't that a, another car? I think it was Toyota. I don't think it was. I think it, was it not, was it not for like NBC or something? Um. But that one, that one definitely made me weep. <laughs> like, made me weep. Um, so it was Austin Powers, the, um, the brothers, the running brothers, that team. Um, it was it, it was an ad for Toyota. Oh, interesting. Brothers Brian Toyota. and Robert McKeever. Yeah, rewatch ad for, for Toyota. Um, I did miss a, a little bit of commercials because I was trying to wash my hair at the same time. So um, I didn't see all of them, but I can't I can't really remember what my 
like other favorite was. I thought Zendaya's was kind of cute. What was hers? I think it was I I can't tell you the name, but it was it was a square. It was a commercial for those for online business accounts and and things like that and how to shop online and I I is it Susie sells seashells by yeah, the seashore? Yeah, the seashells one. It was yes. the play at that. So I thought yeah. that that one was kind of cute. But I can't tell you what some of my other favorites were. What were yours? Um, I'm going to cheat a little bit, but they were commercials that ran. So I have, there, there's a couple that like jumped out that I, like I'll buy whatever Brie Larson, anytime she wants to sell me anything. She could say, she could say I'm going to sell you an arm amputation. I'll be like, I'll take two. <laughs> um, Morgan Freeman can say Pangea. To me, as many times as he wants. Um, I'm going to go back on a You're Still the One Shania kick. Um, but, 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 and that, and, these, and I haven't even gotten my favorites yet, but the Rocket Mortgage one with the Barbie house, mm-hmm. I could feel you seething while you were watching that, telling you that you can't afford a home. But don't worry, we'll, we'll give you money if you, we'll give you a loan. There's just not going to be any houses to buy. I must have missed that one. That must have been while I was doing my hair, thank goodness. So, my three favorite, um, I'll leave the my favorite first. Uh, were two trailers, but I didn't know about oh, them. Oh yes. So uh, Moon Moon Knight. It, it, they so I'm ready for that one, and the Doctor Strange yes. one was great too. But mm-hmm. these two I did not know about. Um, I did not know about or forgot about that. There's another. We're, we're in Jordan Peele season. He always gives us a movie in mm-hmm. like late winter, early spring, and mm-hmm. that man can fuck me up anytime with his crazy ass shit. <laughs> Yes. And I yes. was wait I think he had to have sampled a song for that soundtrack because that's what he always does. He takes I got five on it and reworks it. Um that's in Survivor. So I didn't I have to go back and check what that was. So that nope movie I'm in for. Also, um and I, I didn't watch the commercials last night. I was catching up on the, them this morning and I saw the one for the Adam Project was very highly rated. So I, I see that it's Netflix. I'm like, uh, and I've actually given serious thought over the last couple of days now that some things, um, that some things that I enjoy, my comfort shows are leaving Netflix. I, for mm. the first time in my life, thought, you know what? Do I have to spend fifteen fifty a month? Um, and the answer is yes, because the Adam Project with the little kid and the dad's gone. The dad is Mark Ruffalo, and I forget who the female actress was, and. Then an alien gets worked in, and I'm like, oh, shit, this looks like E.T. And I never I never liked E.T. at all. Like, when that was the big kid movie of the 80s, I never got into it. But this looks like a modern version of E.T. And as this thing is pulling me in, and I'm fascinated, I was thinking, you know what? They could put Ryan Reynolds in this, and I would still be excited for this movie. Sure as mm-hmm. shit, there's Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yes. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And, and my favorite one... Um, this makes me sound like the elderly millennial I am. The Larry David commercial for whatever the hell FTX is, where people kept bringing him ideas. Like, that's ridiculous. And then he really nailed me. I watched the long version of the commercial when uh, they're like, Hancock, come sign. And Larry David's over there. He's like, wait a second. Stupid people can vote. And then there's a big brawl with the Declaration of Independence. Jeez. So Larry David could do anything, and I love all of his stuff. But it was a great concept for advertising that everybody thinks is a pretty ridiculous idea, and they're trying to win people over. So they're doing things like the toilet and freedom and all these other things. Do you know who Larry David is? 
I do know who Larry David is. Curb your enthusiasm. Yes, but I yes. didn't see that commercial. Um, it um, was it was good, and I I just like all his stuff because of who he is. That that will be me if I'm not already there now in roughly three to five years. <laughs> the Arnold Schwarzenegger and Salma Hayek for BMW was pretty cute. Yeah, the electricity. Yeah, that was cute. Um, I like the. He, so he's an ex NFL player. He's actually um, in line to become an NFL head coach. He's black. Uh, Gerard Mayo, the the football mm. one, because he did what we all want to do, and I'm glad that Pete Davidson played into that. Like oh, Mayo. he got to knock the shit out of uh, Pete Davidson. Did you see that one? Um, I did see that one. Yes, I thought that was great. I do think um, we can hold this conversation for another day, but I know that we've put this off for long enough. It's about time we have a discussion about Kanye, Pete, and Kim, the debacle. I don't have However, anything, but I keep seeing headlines about him. Yes, we need to. We need to because it tie-ins mental health to me. It oh, really yeah. does. We need to talk about it. Anyway, I will, how about this? I will, I will brush up on it. Um, I'm just well beyond, like, he has serious mental health issues. Someone at some point, because of who he is and the resources available to him, needs to help him. But you're, you're right. I will do some homework tonight. Um, what was it? Oh, I like that he could laugh at himself, but he should, considering his profession. I like that um, it was the was it, uh, Ewan McGregor, the stuff commercial, and they were flashing to all these people with their stuff. Or no. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, no, no, no. I think it was Uber Eats. I think it was Uber Eats, where Gwyneth yes. Paltrow goes to eat a candle, and she's like... Her vagina candle. <laughs> I like that she could make fun of herself a little bit, even though she probably like, hated it. Huh. Tastes good. <laughs> Yeah. Um, also, I think it was a commercial for McDonald's, um, I think, where they were like, can I get a... And actually, Kanye made an appearance in that, but it was they were making fun of like when people order at the drive-thru and they don't know what they want. So they're like, can I get a... Oh, uh, I didn't see can it. I get a... It was actually really clever. It was clever because, duh, everybody does that and it's annoying. I'm, I'm a little underwhelmed these days by the Super Bowl commercials because Same. for... Maybe longer than even I think. Three years, five years. Like, we get clever commercials around the calendar. Mm -hmm. So, like, you can have a Super Bowl-level commercial in September. Um, But there there were some good ones. I I see that NBC is the latest to try to get... um, I'll just call her the girlfriend, the dead girlfriend from Deadpool. NBC is the latest one to try to make her into a star. And I think she's fine, but I just don't I know if her. she's so do I. She is like if um there oh god, what's her name? Monica Bellucci. Do you remember her? No. Uh she was a night she was in the Matrix. You know oh, her yeah. bizarre. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. it, Italian woman. Like if Monica yeah. Bellucci and Gal Gadot had a kid, it's Morena Baccarin. And I, I don't know if I'm saying her last name right. But good for places continuing to like give her jobs and trying to let her make a star play. One of these days it'll happen, I guess. So I, okay, do you know, tell me what you think the most memorable Super Bowl commercial has been in the last 10 years. Let me preface this that. The last 10 years. The, Avenger, have, the the end game trailer? I don't know. Oh my God. No. You'll know it as soon as I say it. Mike, 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 Mike. Guess what day it is, Mike? What day is it? Hump day. <laughs> that was a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so clever. Nothing beats that. Nothing beats that. You're right. They like I've seen them though. They have um, evolved 
and they used to be very like America and like like a rock oh like a rock what is that Chevrolet like they used to be very like eagles and American flags and trucks I'm a man they were all they're not that anymore they were all car companies and I don't know if (laughs) they have from like it was it was 120 seconds of Clint Eastwood narrating something, and then yes. or someone else, perhaps like a soul, uh, a retired soldier. I know They're exactly. Horses. And I don't know if the change is because of trying to do more DEI and let people know that America is more than old white people who like American cars, or to sell the electric vehicles. Um, they. They had to get away from that. Or maybe it's just, like all things, a combination of all things. But you're right. right. The Tommy Lee Jones one, Tommy Lee Jones easily could have been saying, America is where the vehicle was built. Instead, he's racing uh, Rashida Jones and Nick Jonas on a mountain. (laughs) Yeah. Is that who it was? Mm -hmm. Is that Tommy Lee? I thought that was, um... oh, wait, never mind. Never mind. And anyway. I, actually, I thought uh, Rashida Jones was Leslie Jones. Uh, no, Felicity Jones. Felicity Jones. But, um, and I think the other thing is all the commercials hit the same tone and pitch. Um, yes. There's an overwhelming amount of funny and clever ones, and then the rest is filled in with like a cute animal one, and like the the, the Paralympian brothers. But it's yes. like the same pitch all night long, so it, it can be a little it can be a little tiring. Mm, yeah, I, I don't know. They were you're right. They were underwhelming. I mean, I watched them, most of them, but they it was like, eh. but I thought that they were cute. I thought they were good. I, there's a couple I remember and that's really it. But I'd say hump day is the most memorable for me just in general. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, uh, Matthew Stafford won a Super Bowl. That's kind of cool. The game itself, completely without controversy. It just happened. It was actually really fast. Mm, yeah, it was very fast. It was at an interesting time during the day as well. I don't think I ever remember going to bed before 10 I know on Super Bowl night which was nice it was like refreshing the only thing is I would I was like I had this I was excited for the Bengals just because it's Ohio it's an Ohio team you know and the Bengals haven't won since I've been alive so like cool um and I was devastated for them because they were leading the majority of the game until the very end and I was like oh my god like I just I'm like listen the Bengals are gonna win it we're it's four minutes left and then I was like oh my god if the Rams get a touchdown here, they're going to lead and the Bengals are only going to have a few minutes to make that up. That's not going to happen. And sure enough, yeah. it happened. If, if there wasn't, I think the controversy came at the end with some of the penalties. Some of them were just but like re- legitimately they were like shit that I didn't. I'm like, that's a terrible call. And then others were necessary, but there were too many penalties at the end. That was that those were bad mistakes. And I think that's why we were all able to, people were able to go to bed before 10 o'clock on a Super Bowl night because for the most part, the referees swallowed whistles where in football these days, these games take well mm-hmm. over three and a half hours because there are so many There's, penalties. There were no, there weren't even any challenges on plays, I don't think. I don't think there was any challenges So uh, where they had to review the footage. And, and if I can say one thing, because I'm a human being, so like let's lead with the fact that I'm human and then I'm loyal to my city and where I'm from. And ooh, what was that? Did you hear that? Mm-mm. Oh, that was loud. Um, I'm loyal to my city and where I'm from. And I'm still a human being. And I have a little bit of petty juice that flows through my blood. But Odell Beckham. 
Are you happy? Odell. Are you ha- what, are you like happy he got hurt? Jackass. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what you get. Am I happy he's hurt? No. But did he cause a ruckus in Cleveland? Fair enough. And like leave like a child and only to go to a team that he would end up in the Super Bowl in? Yeah. And then inevitably win. But, you know, and shame on him. Like that sucks. Like an injury sucks. And you could tell like when the camera cut to him a couple times. He still, his face was moist from his tears. Like, you could see it. I think because um, he probably ripped up his knee and he's out for I next think he year. did. Yeah. I think he did. Pretty um, bad. So, obviously, that's not great. But you, you child. You anyway. were, it's funny, you've completely contrasted I, an opinion I have, like, leaving that game. Like <laughs> That one, I'm a reasonable person? No, 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 no. Well, <laughs> look, fans are, fans are going to be fans. They let stupid people vote. Um... <laughs> So even after the Bengals beat like Kansas City twice in a month and you know stormed through the playoffs, they belonged in that game last night. And they did. Aside from Matthew Stafford, who is like literally lucky to be able to still play football after the beatings he took in Detroit, both mm-hmm. on the field and from the media and fans. So I'm excited for him. But um, part of the reason like there was not a lot of discussion leading up to the to the to the game itself was. All, like there was no villain except mm-hmm. for you and, and Odell but these like is Joe Burrow the successor to Tom Brady we got plenty of time to answer that but this Rams team even though they went and collected superstars in an unconventional way and they paid a big price and maybe it'll they'll have to pay that at some point well they'll they can pay it with some of a Super Bowl trophy but that team is is really likable from Stafford to this little scrawny white guy who like did things as a wide receiver that nobody's ever done before and he was like a a relatively lower draft pick Aaron Donald who for Aaron Donald is the best defensive football player in this half of my life um Mm -hmm. just nobody ever he's won tons of awards but the average person doesn't know him because he doesn't know a lot of commercials he played in St. Louis and the Rams don't really have Los Angeles fans, but there's like a lot of like dudes on that team to root for. There was um I don't know if they mentioned it on the broadcast, but their backup safety, Eric Weddle. Um mm-hmm. he had he retired three years ago. And <laughs> they literally called him off the street because there were so many injuries in the Rams secondary. Now he tore his peck last night, which is not fun, but he gets to go out with a Super Bowl trophy. But there were just a lot of likable people. Uh, to root for in in that game last night, e- even though the broadcast and the pregame stuff probably didn't tell a lot of these stories. Like the Bengals' coach was probably one game from being fired most of his career besides this season. Yeah, I don't know, and en- I like obviously I don't know enough to know to be able to share that much. Like I could tell who the better players were last night, and I and they were all most of them. Um, carried themselves well you're right like there wasn't any real controversy controversy over much of anything like there were some fights and some like do they call it technical fouls in football or is <laughs> personal that just basketball personal fouls like do they it, you know those kinds of things there was a couple times like there was at one point where a rams player had like clearly picked a fight with a Bengals player and the Bengals player like pushed him and the ref like you know called it on the Bengals player when the camera had just quite clearly caught that he was retaliating anyway. So um, it was, they had some moments where it was messy, but I'm like, Thomas and I were like, well, that's Cincinnati for you. Mm. (laughs) There were some spots where it was a little messy, 
But um, it, I don't know. It was a good game. It wasn't too slow. Um, it had its points where it was exciting. But, you know, I, I was just happy that it ended on time. There yeah. wasn't any, you know, it didn't. It, it, you're right. It did go by really quick. It started at 6 and it was over at 10. Um, let's uh, let's do this game of mine now. So sure. those were obviously um, legendary. I can't. And, uh, Kendrick aside here, like legendary iconic performers. I mean, I remember, I don't know, I think I said this to you, but I, I cannot not remember listening to those Dre and Snoop albums, Doggy Style. Well, I don't even know like 88% of what those lyrics were about or the words he was saying. Right. And it wasn't right. like the, the shizzing and stuff. It was the things he was rapping about. I was like 12, 13 years old and my friend's mom let us listen to that as she took us to school every day. So, and I, I guess I mostly turned out okay, but, and maybe, you know, with Eminem kneeling and stuff, the people who would normally get upset about that, they're like, I've loved all of his music. He's white. I, know. I can't possibly be mad. People um, love Eminem. So, um, I'm going to give you, obviously all those songs last night, with the exception of Mary J's one song, um, people know all of them. Like, you can yeah. sing every lyric. I want to mm-hmm. give you the title of some other songs by those artists and see if you can figure out um, which artist did them because everybody knows Lose Yourself. Everybody knows nothing but a G thing. And to be honest, when I was scrolling through stuff, um, Snoop and Dre have not had a lot of their own album hits. Like, it turns into like massive, epic pop songs. Their, Their features are everywhere. But nothing but a G thing, gin and juice, who am I? Um, Drop like a tot. They don't have a catalog of hits as some other artists do. So I'm going to give you a song title. Okay. And you're going to have to tell me who the artist is. Let's see how know you well. You, let's see how well you know your Super Bowl halftime performers, okay? Oh, God. All right. All right. First up, Love at First Sight. Love at First Sight. Do you know um, which artist has that in their catalog. And if you want, I can give you some lyrics that might help you out. Okay, go go with the lyrics. I need it. Eric reading hip-hop and R&B lyrics is a favorite bit of mine. Yes, do it. You had on the latest fashion. It was a bigger distraction. It drew me closer and closer to you. Yeah, baby. And I never saw anything like this. But you, I just could not resist. I swallowed my pride and stepped through your side. Or it could, or it could be. Love at first sight. Who did that one? Mary J? Yes! Got it. I think uh, uh, Method Man was on that one from her Love and Life album. All uh-huh. right, next up, <clears throat> Let Me Ride. Who who sang or who rapped uh, Let Me Ride? I, do, you want the, uh, do you want the lyrics? I need lyrics. Clocking all the riches, got the hollow points for the snitches, so won't you just walk on by? Because I'm too hard to lift, and this ain't no Aerosmith. 50 Cent. Dr. Dre from his first album, The Chronic. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that. All right, next one. Poetic Justice. Lyrics? Oh, Kendrick. Yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm. Poetic Justice on the Good Kid, Mad City album. Next up, um, Loyalty. Mary J. I'll give you lyrics because it's not Mary J. 10 4, no switching sides. Feel something wrong? You acting shifty. You don't ride with me no more. I need loyalty, 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 loyalty. Oh, Kendrick. Yes, with Rihanna. You one, tricked me. One more. Um, like toy soldiers. 
50. This has uh, this has one of my favorite samples of all time. Let me uh, let me give you some lyrics. That bl- that job blank. I tried to squash it. It was too late to stop it. There's a certain line you just don't cross it, and he crossed it. I heard him say Haley's name on a song, and I just oh, lost it. Oh, Eminem. Yes, like Toy Soldiers. Do you? You probably don't know the '80s song that, that sampled, which is it was like a one-hit wonder, but a good sample. Well, well done. You were you were much better than I expected you to be. So I Eminem is not. I have not been. I'm not a huge fan. I don't know a whole lot of his like. Um, I don't know a ton of his tracks. I don't I don't know a lot of Dr. Dre either other than like the main stuff because I feel like Dr. Dre is a little <clears throat> bit older than everybody else. Like he is. Snoop Yeah. Snoop was coming out when Dre was wrapping up maybe. <clears throat> I don't I'm I feel like and so I could tell you Kendrick, I could tell you 50 and I could tell you Mary J because I'm a middle-aged millennial. But I was too young to know what they were taught what Dre and Snoop were talking about if that makes any sense. Yeah, for sure. And like you knew who Snoop was when Dr. Dre's career got started. Like you're like right. that's the guy with the the dog stuff and with the mm-hmm. the long whatever his hairstyle was then. And he looked I think he was only like 19 or something back then. Um and right. then I can't think of a current current comparison. I mean, the 50 cent one is good because if Snoop wasn't, you know, by Dre's side, he might not have had the career he had. Same thing with like 50 cent with Eminem and Dre. Um, but as I, I had forgotten about this, so people were always asking Dr. Dre for like other chronic albums, um, which that was the title of his first one in 92. And then 2001 came out with, um, the next episode that was in 99. And then he had a, uh, a compilation album, but he only had three albums by himself. Right. And you would think with his presence in all in all pop culture, he'd have he had a lot more, but he he really didn't. Eminem, on the other hand, just like cranked out album after album after album after album. I just I I have at least I've remained consistent on Eminem. I just think he's an angry little man, and he always has been. And I've never liked it, even when I was younger. I mean, when the Chronic came out in '92, I was two years old, <laughs> so I was a baby, a baby in the crib. Um, but Get Rich or Die Trying, when that came out, I was old enough for my parents to get me the album, but I had to have the clean version, right. if that says anything. So like, you know, so it, it's, it was an interesting show for me, but I did, I felt old. I felt old last night. All the stuff I enjoyed, I'm like, are we getting to that point? And I said the same thing when Spider-Man came out and we loved Spider-Man. And I think they're doing that with another film sometime soon where there's a nostalgia to it. And I said, that's what they're doing to pull audiences. That's what they're doing to get people to enjoy what we're watching is they're bringing back old stuff and I'm like dang it <laughs> like- well, I, the, that the Hugh Jackman movie Reminiscence um, that was on mm-hmm. HBO Max you didn't watch it right mm. no I did sorry I was drinking some water oh, I there, did watch it I thought there, it was great there's it, it was okay it was okay like he's he's just so magnetic I always appreciate his stuff um there was a line in there that I had written down in my notes, and I, I think he said, or something along these lines, nostalgia is undefeated. You're just yeah. no, you're just noticing these things now because you're at that point in, in, in your life where it resonates with you. And to go back to your earlier point where you, you thought, felt the theme of the night was nostalgia, tying the commercials into the things, you're right because who is at their prime buying point of their lives? We are. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that's a really good point. It just made me feel like kind of old and it and it's like if I could bring it back to I, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm having just complicated emotions, like nothing that I can't process. But if you remember when we were talking about and this is going to be dark a little bit and this is a light topic day, we were talking about Miss USA and she was, you know, explaining that like things aren't what they used to be and like how I wish I could, you know, how how I look at these younger girls and you know, they have so much ahead of them and here we are. And I'm like, dang, (laughs) dang it. (laughs) You're going to start using my dad's age old line. Youth is wasted on the young. I am. I am. And I think I'm new to this. Like, I think I'm like, like walking in the door, if that makes any sense. So I'm still experiencing all of it. And, And not to say that I'm this old person that doesn't have all this life ahead of me. Like I fully understand that, but it's just an interesting side of the coin to be on if that makes any sense it's an interesting side of the fence to be on um so i was just like dang it i feel old but you know we spend our we spend our childhood we spend our childhoods wanting to be older we spend our adulthoods wanting to be a child again that's exactly right like wishing we had nap time scheduled all of it Um, exactly right to wrap up uh i just want to know your thoughts on the doctor strange and moon knight stuff the moon knight thing was super quick Moon Knight was quick, but I'm very excited about it. It it has all the things that I love, which is like Egyptian culture and pyramids and like um, mystery and and fantasy. Um, Doctor Strange, I did not realize. I was like, is that a zombie? And Thomas explained the backstory to that. So I didn't know that. I'm also looking forward to that. And it's in May. So to me, that's around the corner. Um, oh. And then the other trailer that I loved was, um, oh, damn it, now it's escaping me. It was when I was talking about Egyptian culture and, oh, what was it? Oh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Lord of the Rings. Did you so see those excited. movies? Oh, my God. I've seen every single one multiple times and The Hobbit. It, it, it's just, it's my thing. So Chuck actually shared it the other day and I didn't know. And I'm like, are you kidding but I was a little disappointed that it's going to be on Amazon Prime because it's not going to be in the theater. And I'd prefer to watch it in the theater. Just the impact of it. If the big screen, the sounds, the, all of that. I'm disappointed. Um, did you, if, since Thomas explained the, since he explained the Marvel Zombies to you, um, are you going to go back and watch the What If shows? Because they were really good. What, what, what If shows? What If was the animated Marvel show on Disney over the summertime. And so there's there's a lot of things leading to the point that those shows were always building into Doctor Strange and other live action things. There was a one of those. I think there were six or eight of those episodes. And one of them was all Marvel zombies. I did not know that. I guess I should. I don't do animated stuff very well, though. You know that they're 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 very well done. I mean, I draw the line adult level. No, I get it. I get it. Did you watch the Boba Fett um, finale? I don't want to talk about it. It was, it was horrific and and sad at the same time, because it felt like we we went back in Star Wars level of production and storytelling forty years to George Lucas with bad predictable dialogue and head scratching decisions like mm. why do you keep shooting the shield why are you standing behind that thing all it was mm-hmm. just, it was it was maddening especially after. Um, the Jedi Temple episode, and then the Mandalorian episode before that. It was horrific. Okay. Well, it did Sorry. give us what we wanted with um, Grogu coming back. Like, it gave us that, at least. 
That was the only good part of it. Like, and then when he's doing this. And the lady, the, the lady mechanic was the best. Who wants to sleep <laughs> with everybody? And then at the end, yes, the when Grogu kept hitting it. And it, yes. it was. <laughs> so, okay, so I know we're wrapping up. Are you alarmed at my wedding spreadsheet? Did you not no. know that people do spreadsheets? No, I'm not alarmed at all. I think it's a great idea. Um, yeah, yeah. People do spreadsheets. It makes it more manageable. And I try, like, I'm not, I, I guess I am organized. And I had a conversation with my mom as we were coming back from doing some, running some errands this weekend. And, um, she's like, you know, you're just pretty calm. And I said, I think it's because what I do for a living is project development. Like that's what I do. Project operation, project development. So I have an organizer's mind. So things don't intimidate me because it's like, okay, well, I'll compartmentalize this. I'll put this here. I'll put this here. I'm not going to touch this mentally until I do this. You know what I mean? And so sometimes I just put it out on paper and there and there it is. Putting things down on paper, whether to remember for another time, you will forget. And it's not because we're right. older or losing our brain capacity. There's just so much going on. You'll forget to so write it down. Making decisions. Uh, I just came across something the other day and, and they kind of like... Um, pushed back on pros and cons list, although they did say to the point, when you write it down and make that kind of list, it allows you to process it better. You're not always going to have a decision, but you're better off doing that. So writing things down is, and there's also something, um, when you write something down, it's it, there's science that says that it, it, it will stick in your brain more. So yeah, it's a yeah. great idea. More people should do it. They would probably remove themselves from a lot of the headaches they have to deal with because a, head, a wedding is already a big headache. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that spreadsheet has two sheets. So there's the sheets with the the sheet with the budget and the sheet with the guest list. So, yeah, we're all Excellent. good. Um, well, I will, uh, I'll talk to you later on today. Okay. We, have, we still have some other things to catch up on. Off podcast stuff. Oh, well, call me. Okay. Bye-bye. <gasps> Bye-bye.